Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Expect that the Saints to go in there and play a lot better this week. Join us now as our buddy Brandon Lang, expert handicapper from BrandonLang.com. Brandon, what's going on, man? You know, just feeding off what you just said, you'd, you'd expect him to go in there and play better. But after <laughs> two weeks, you're not signing any new players. And it's the same group of guys that technically should have lost to the Cleveland Browns. And maybe they're just not as good as we think they are. <laughs> well, you, you, you know call, I mean? it's hard. You called it. You said you said last week, I'm staying away from that one because, uh, you know, it got up to eight and a half, I think, the Saints against the Browns. And, my goodness, you're right. They nearly lost it. Yeah, I, you know, I do 30-some radio shows every week, Thursday through Friday. And so when I get into Friday after doing 16 of them on Thursday, I've talked about the games. And then on Friday, I, I give out more opinions. And, and when asked about the game, I said, Tom, call me crazy, but I'm going to take Cleveland plus the points. And I actually gave out Cleveland plus the points on radio. Um, there's something wrong in New Orleans, much the way there's something wrong in Pittsburgh, much the way there's something wrong in Seattle. And when you look at, you look at those three teams and all Super Bowl winners in the last 10 years, there's just something not right. You come off a performance where you give up 48 points to Tampa Bay and then you almost lose to Cleveland in another home game. Um, I just, there's Sean, three coaches I think their time is done. I think that just there has to be new scenery. And I do really think it's Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin, and, and Sean Payton. I just uh-huh. do. It's my opinion. And uh, I think you get to a point where it's just the same old thing doesn't work. And based on the performance of those three teams the first two weeks, I don't think it's something you can just discount. I think there's some serious, serious truth to that right there. The only saving grace for the Saints is that they looked absolutely dismal through the first two weeks of last season and then went off to win, what was it, like seven or eight in a row after that, and they kind of found their mojo after that. So maybe they could find their mojo this week in Atlanta because the schedule sets up after that. You go to to New York to play the Giants. They're playing terrible. And then you get the Redskins on Monday Night Football and, you know, feel like you'll be a home favorite in that one going into the break. So there's a chance you win this one. Saints could be 4-1 and going into the break, and we suddenly feel a lot different about them, but like you said, they got to go out there. They got to look different this week. Yep, they do, and I'm not saying they can't. But if Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tampa Bay can put 48 on you, what's Matt Ryan going to do? <laughs> I just they they played a really they played a defense that that actually played a little defense. I mean, Carolina's defense is probably going to finish the season top ten, right? And they got it going in the second half, and you couldn't stop them. And I just think in this situation right here, this is it's a monster game for New Orleans. But I guess for me, in picking the game, based on what I saw from Atlanta last week and based on what I've seen from New Orleans the first two weeks, I just think Atlanta's the right side of the game, brought down to two and a half. So, Brandon, when I start looking at lines for this week, I always look for the line that smells, and I always look to what's the biggest line. And, look, the Bills are not a good team. They're 0-2. They look terrible, but... 
They did lose by 11 to the Chargers. They are going to Minnesota to play the Vikings, and that line is 16 and a half. Brandon, the NFL, I don't care how bad you are, that's a lot of points. Yeah, it's funny. I, I, I got to wonder how deflated Minnesota is because essentially their field goal kicker can't make an extra point to win the game. Um, you know, it was a 36-yarder, 30, extra points 33. I mean, and since then, he's unemployed. He's sitting back wherever he lives going, wow, my life just went from the penthouse to the outhouse, you know. Um, poor little, little Carlson. And so now they're back home. Um, this is a, I mean, I agree. I think, you know, they, 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 I think they hang around as crazy as that sounds. I don't know if we can trust Minnesota land that kind of number. I just don't. Um, Josh Allen on the road. Um, he looked good in the second half. Actually put some life into that offense. So, um, certainly you have an unbelievable trend that those are 13 and one against the spread as underdogs of more than four points in their second road game of the season. Um, that's a pretty darn good number right there, brother. Just a few other games. I love to see teams that, that just come out on a hot start and everything's clicking for them, and that has happened for the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes through two games, almost 600 yards, 10 touchdowns. They're riding high. But what always happens with those, Brandon, is eventually you come crashing back down to earth. They're hosting the 49ers. I know Garoppolo's been a little bit up and down. Matt Breda's been a really good player for them through two weeks. But going into Arrowhead Stadium, Chiefs, Almost a touchdown favorite. Uh, is this the week that things come crashing back down to earth for them? I don't know if they lose the game outright. I don't. Um, but I think San Francisco is going to go in there and, and most certainly move the ball against them. Um, you know, they dominated Detroit, kind of got little. You know, there's Kyle Shanahan once again blowing big fourth quarter leads. They're up 17 against Detroit. Things got a little interesting there with allowing Detroit to score twice in the fourth quarter. But. Um, San Francisco was, was impressive week one at Minnesota. Just a couple of big turnovers allowed that game to get away from them. But I agree with you. It's a big number. Um, I'm going to drink the Jimmy G Kool-Aid <laughs> here. A little disappointed with his porn star selection at dinner. I thought she could be a little hotter. Um, he went with the chunky Asian, uh, which is fine. That's his, that's his taste. But if I'm a starting quarterback in the NFL and I'm going to take a porn star to dinner, she's going to be the top of the line, top of the line, and not someone that needs to call one ahead of Jenny Craig. So that's me, but uh, I'll drink the Jimmy G. Kool-Aid here. Talking with Brandon Lag here, BrandonLag.com. Uh, is there one other, one or two other NFL games to stand out to you this week? You know, it's, it's, it's going to be tough, but when I sit here and think about Seattle um, and coming back home and a must-win for Pete Carroll, um, Pete Carroll and his career – has only lost consecutive games six times. Think about this. Wow. Six times, only six times since he's been at Seattle has he lost back-to-back games. Guess, um, well, let me rephrase that. Losing back-to-back games and playing at home that third game, it's only happened six times. <laughs> He's six and zero straight up and against the spread. Oh, so in a near pick'em game, must win. I don't know if you read the Sports Illustrated article about Seattle and the players that were interviewed and making his bed with with uh, Russell Wilson. And um, this is as big a game in the Pete Carroll tenure as he sat at Seattle as far as keeping his team together. I'm just not sold on Dallas. 
I'm just not, not sold on them offensively um, just yet. I'm going to take Seattle minus one and a half. Switch gears over to the uh, the college front. Uh, you you called it last week. You said uh, LSU plus ten and a half at Auburn. That is uh, that is a big number. Not only did I take that, Brandon, but I took them on the money line, and my Tigers delivered with a big win at Auburn. Uh, did that flipped the books at all. Was everybody in on Auburn last week? Um, money came in late on LSU, um, but but overall, it was still a little bit of a win for for Vegas. Uh, the Sharps jumped on LSU late and, and grabbed it ten and a half, eleven. Came down a little bit late, but um, yeah, listen, that's uh, you wish they were all that easy. Um, you know, Ed Orger now five and zero against the spread as a dog. Going back to last year, he's just uh, he Stop can smell the gumbo, him. man. He can smell the gumbo. They look good and uh, kind of a big number this week. They really like the game against Arkansas. But I, I, I say this: you start giving up forty-four points at home to a team like North Texas. I just don't know if, uh, and I'm sorry, that's Auburn, Arkansas. I just don't know if you, if you can trust them here. I think Auburn's in for a big bounce back. Um, Arkansas's quarterbacks through six interceptions last week. Yeah. Um, not really what you're looking for. So I think Auburn bounces back, and, and then LSU's laying a big number. Yeah, 21 against Louisiana Tech. I'd probably just stay away from that one. You never know what these... Louisiana Tech has played two SEC schools very close the past two years, South Carolina and I think it was Mississippi State, and lost by one in both of them. So... I'm I'm staying far away from this. I think LSU, if they don't come ready to play, Louisiana Tech's gonna gonna keep it close. I agree. I agree. That's that, that's a step back and, and watch. Yeah. Um, how about the big one this week at two thirty? Look, I, I'm a sucker. I fell for it last week. That number kept getting higher and higher. Alabama gets Ole Miss and first play of the game, Ole Miss strikes for a touchdown. I'm like, here we go, baby. We are in business. And then they didn't score a point the rest of the game, and Alabama dominated, covering the number. Look, how can you not doubt Alabama covering this year? They've done it all three weeks, despite historically that, you know, under Nick Saban, they typically didn't. But it feels like this team this year with this quarterback and the backup quarterback, I mean, 28 points against Texas A&M. We know what they did with Clemson, kept it close, Jimbo Fisher. But how can you not like Bama? They've done it every week. Yeah, it, I was watching that game, and they get the touchdown. I touted Ole Miss on, on radio. Through the last three years, they had beaten Alabama outright in Ole Miss, and they just set up well getting all those points, and you're sitting there going, yeah, this this, this looks good here. And then you sit there and watch them score the first play of the game, like, all right, we got this. <laughs> this is, this is going to be easy money right here. And then I just watched, along with everybody else, in absolute horror as they just scored 62 points in a row. And the travesty of, of the game, which, is, which was hilarious, was the fact that, the over-under in that game was like 70, 70-and-a-half, 70 71. Yeah. At 62-7, you're at 69 going, okay, I got this. <laughs> and you, you don't get it. it like, they, like Alabama would not let them score. Um, crazy. You know, I, I said this last week. I'll say it again this week. Vegas is, is known when a team's beating them like Alabama's beating them, they'll start to jack up the line like – to get their money back on the other side. And Alabama's not going to go 14-0 against the spread. It's, it's not. Vegas will not allow it. Eventually, Vegas will put a number out there that they're not going to be able to cover. Um, A&M looked good in the second half against Clemson. Um, it's tough, man. It's tough going against them. I, I, I want to. I, I want to feel the pain again. 
I won't use the game anywhere, but I'll talk about it on the radio. But I just think at some point there's got to be a letdown. I don't know why, but um, A&M 6-0 against the spread game for the season. And uh, Fisher's 8-4 against the spread versus SEC opponents. So, yeah, I, I just go back to, like, Jimbo, it's his first year. Okay, it's going to take some time, but he impressed us so much in that Clemson game. And if Clemson is truly the number two team in the country and they came within two of you know two points of them, how can they not hang with Alabama? It just feels like that offense, Kellen Mond threw for 400 yards against Clemson. Can he not move the ball against Alabama? But then look at Alabama, and they don't let you score. I mean, it's, it, historically, they just don't let you score on them. So I don't know. It's It's a tough one. I think we take a step back and say, look at the offenses they play so far. So this, this really, we thought Ole Miss was going to be that offense that tested them. Um, I was wrong. I do think A and M can can be an offense, and it's hard to believe that Fisher is going to get blown out sixty-two-seven. I just don't see it. I don't. So I think I think Mond has a good enough performance uh, to to stay inside of the number. I do. All right, here's here's one that, again, just I, I look at ones and I go, this one's too easy. Help me with this one, Brandon. Oklahoma State has scored 58, 55, 44 this year with their offense. Texas Tech has scored 27, 77, 63. The over-under in Tech, Okie State is 78. What am I missing here? Nothing. Play over. <laughs> Play over. I mean, it just, just feels it. too easy, right? I mean, come just on. do it. Just listen, if somebody's getting 60, somebody's getting 40, they'll combine for over 100. I thought it was going to, I honestly, when I wrote the number down, thought it was going to be like 84. Wow. I had 84, and it came out 78. And I said, if it's if it's less than 80, I'm going to tout over on radio. I, as soon as I saw the matchup, I said, okay, if this number's, if it's if it's in the 70, I'm touting over on radio. And it was, it was the... Uh, 78, when I think it should be 84, and it's not going to matter. I think he's 21-21, 21-7 first, first quarter. You know, he's sitting there going, well, there's 28. Um, I think you roll with it. And listen, give give Oklahoma State credit. That that was a really good Boise defense that they made look really bad in the second half. So I Oklahoma State's getting 60. I don't think Texas Tech is anything they do stop it. So basically, if you put 55 on the board for Oklahoma State, you're telling me that Texas Tech can't get 28? Right. There's your over. There we go. He is Brandon Lang, one of the best in the biz, and that's why we love having him on every week. Brandon, let everybody know what's up at the website, brandonlang.com. One day, free all-access pass. My guys, um, you know, I'm on a nice winning streak right now, finally, and my guys have done a good job over the weekend, you know, keeping the, keeping the ship going. Uh, Ten best bets Saturday or Sunday, absolutely free. Never pay anything your first trip to brandonlang.com. My way of saying thanks for saying thanks for giving us a shot. There you go, BrandonLang.com. Brandon, let's do it again next week, man. Thanks, bud. All right, thanks a lot, Brandon Lang. BrandonLang.com. Join us there, our expert handicapper. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.